Okay, if I could uh, encourage you to bring your conversations to a pause. Again, let me extend my welcome to you this morning. It's great to see you. Particularly want to welcome you if you're here for the first time. Mine's Matt, my name's Matt. It's my privilege to lead the team here and to speak to you for the next few minutes. So if you can turn in a Bible, if you've got one, to John chapter 15. There are some Bibles on the side if you want one. It'd just be good to open the Bible. And we're going to be looking at this teaching. We're continuing. This is our third week in what we call a vision series. So if you're visiting today, you're hearing about the kind of church we want to be. That's what a vision series means. Looking into the future, what kind of church do we want to become? Vision is very important, isn't it? As we think about the future for your own life, what kind of person do you want to be? What kind of life in God? What's God calling you to? Vision's important. Looking ahead. And we're looking ahead thinking, okay, what do we aspire to be as a church? And we obviously want to derive that aspiration and that vision from God's word, from God. Let me pray as I begin. Lord, we thank you for all that we've sung about this morning. Neither, nothing can separate us from your love as we sang. We thank you. You are working for our good. Even through the trials and tribulations, nothing separates us from your love. You are working all things together for our good, to make us more like Jesus. So we can better please you, but also serve the world. And please bless us and speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you've turned in your Bible, please turn to John chapter 15. But let me just begin by, I don't know if you, do you ever get dissatisfied with your life? Do you feel dissatisfied sometimes? As a Christian, you may not be a Christian this morning, and you're very welcome. But if you're a Christian, let me ask you the question, do you get dissatisfied and wish, desire that you could be more effective? Do you? Like... I look at myself and I think I want to be better. I want to improve in my own thinking. I get annoyed with myself for my own thinking, my own behavior. But often what's inside is often more than, it's worse than what's outside. And also like the world, you know, we look at the world around us. So many people don't know Jesus and think that it's a bad idea to know Jesus. I remember when I first became a Christian... I, and I still continue to, I wanted everyone to know, went around trying to help people to know Jesus. I could be quite aggressive, really, probably quite confrontational. But I had this new desire when I, when I became a Christian to want other people to experience what I was experiencing, which was the love of God. Having grown up not knowing God at all, suddenly I came into this relationship with God through Jesus, and it was like, well, I was born again by the Holy Spirit. And I wanted people to know Jesus. And thankfully, I, I, I've seen people come to know Jesus, various people, 
most dear to me members of my family I've seen come to know Jesus. But I am frust- I get frustrated. I would love to see more people coming to know Jesus. Would you? Yes. It's a, there's a unity this morning with many of you. Yes, I, I want more people to come to know Jesus. I, I, am, I do get frustrated with myself. I, I want to get more effective. And today I want to talk about how we can be more effective at reaching our community for Jesus. This is the f- third aspect of our vision. How we can reach our community for Jesus. But let me just read from the Bible quickly. John chapter 15 We've been looking at this, these, this text from John 15, which is a part of Jesus' teaching, what's called the Upper Room Discourse, which runs from verse chapter 15, 13 through to uh, chapter uh, 17 of John's Gospel. And Jesus, just before he's betrayed, he's teaching his disciples many very important things. He washes their feet. He talks about the best, the greatest is the, those who serve. He says, I am going to the cross. I'm going to be betrayed. He talks about, particularly, he talks a lot about the gift of the Holy Spirit coming. After his death and resurrection, he's going to pour out the Spirit who will come to you. I will not leave you as orphans. All this stuff is in this upper room discourse. But he also teaches on I am the vine and you are the branches. Such important teaching. So John 15 verse 5 says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So you can see there the the summary of the successful Christian life and the successful life, full stop. He's the vine. In verse 1, he says, I am the true vine, like a plant. Plugged in. I watched a program recently, Gardener's World. I'm of that age now where I watch Gardener's World. And um, they were talking, I think it was Gardener's World or maybe it was something else. And they were talking about how you graft an apple branch into the roots of another tree to to create uh, very fruitful apples. I thought it was very interesting how you have to trim off using a a pen knife, shave off some of the bark, you have to create a tongue, you put that, you then create a, basically like that, it goes into the the, the root. Very interesting, I thought, I thought it was very apt to this this, this, uh, talk that I'm giving today. The vine, we are connected to Christ, and that's when Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit, being connected to him, the Holy Spirit God's very presence living in us and making us fruitful. And when we talk about being dissatisfied, wanting to see more, what we're really saying is I want to be more fruitful. In every aspect of my life, I want to be more fruitful. And the answer is Jesus, the vine. Be a branch connected to that vine. Remain in me. I've talked a lot in the the devotionals over the last couple of weeks about how you remain in the vine. Such a simple idea, yet there's some some detail around that. You will bear much fruit. You see, if you're frustrated and you want to grow, you've got to be connected to to the vine who is Jesus. But apart from him, you can do nothing. So at the health 
of our lives and the fruitfulness of our lives reflects the health of our connection to Christ. The good fruit of our lives is a reflection of our connection to Christ. And if you receive that as condemnation this morning, I hope you receive it as hope that, hey, I'm invited to be connected to Christ and I can bear fruit. This is a hopeful message, isn't it? Jesus is inviting you to be connected to the vine. Let's not be hard-hearted. Let's respond to him. Let's read again John 15, verse 5. Let's look at verse 26 to 27, which really is at the end of this chapter and giving us the, 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 what we're talking about this morning, which is about reaching our community for Jesus. So he says here, when the advocate, so he's talking about the Holy Spirit, and that word advocate in other versions is called, could be called the helper. When the advocate or helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, this is verses 26 to 27 of chapter 15, from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify. That word testify could also be translated speak well of. The Holy Spirit will speak well of, testify about me. So the Holy Spirit speaks to us about Jesus, reminds us about Jesus, keeps encouraging us about Jesus. And then he turns it round to us and says, and you also must testify or speak well of. And he says, for you have been with me from the beginning. And now he's talking to the apostles there, but we can still apply this to ourselves. You and I must speak well of Jesus wherever we are. Be bold, brave, proud of Jesus to speak well of him wisely, but that's why you've, you, if you're in the vine, the Holy Spirit's flowing into you. He is testifying to you about Jesus and he's filling you with power so that you speak well of Christ wherever you are. And that's the message this morning. If you're frustrated and you want to help more people hear of the gospel, you want to help more people hear about Jesus, you need to get connected to the vine so that the Holy Spirit's flowing into you and then you will speak well of Christ wherever you are. And you can do that. I can do that. Speak well of him. It's not asking for something wacky and cranky. Wherever you are in your office, in your school, your university, wherever you are, Speak well of Christ. Can you do that? In, in, with the power of the Holy Spirit, can you do that? Absolutely you can, and you are called to do it. You've got to hear that. Jesus wants you to do it. You must testify. And again, if you receive that as a kind of a heavy weight that's because you are thinking, I can't do it, rather than thinking in the vine, I can do it. Because receiving the power of the Spirit by being connected to Christ, 
you definitely can do all things. This is a big thing, obviously, but to speak well of Christ is what we're called to do. So Jesus wants us. This is the good thing about this text today. When you read the Bible, you know, what, what's Jesus promising here? Can you see Jesus' will here? He wants you to bear fruit, doesn't he? He wants you. What do we mean by fruit? We mean character that's like Jesus. We mean love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. They are the fruits of the Spirit. It means a, a love for people, a new love and patience with people, telling the truth, being truthful. These are all fruit, aren't they? But the good news is, can you see, Jesus wants us to be fruitful. He's not like, we're not pushing against a door that's shut. Oh, Jesus, make me fruitful. Oh, please, I can't bear. No, he says here, if you remain in me, you will bear fruit. The door is open. All we've got to do is be connected to the vine. And as I've been talking about, we're connected to the vine by faith in him. I believe in you, Jesus. We're connected to vine through, the vine through prayer. Lord Jesus, help me today. Lord Jesus, I, 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 I need you. Help me. That is being connected to the vine. And there's more things as well, but particularly those ideas of faith and prayer connect us to the vine. And the wonderful good news is what we're talking about today is if we're connected to the vine through faith and prayer, we will help our friends. We will speak well of Christ in the places God has put us, and we will see a harvest. Because we, we can't make people listen to us. We can't make people Christians. But what we can do is speak well of Christ. And that's what he wants you to do. That's good fruit. Good fruit is speaking. Good fruit is being prepared to speak for Christ. There is also the fruit of people being saved. But you can't control that. All you can do is speak well of him. So Jesus wants us to bear fruit. You see that? I am the vine. You are the branches. If, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Do you see that promise there? Let faith rise in you. That God wants to help you, particularly in this aspect of sharing your faith with others. He wants you to do it. And he wants you to, give to, you to bear fruit. So we've said here, how can we bear fruit? So how do you bear fruit, guys? How? How? Remain in the vine. How? You convinced about that? Are you? Are you really convinced? Are you convinced that apart from him you can do nothing? I mean, you can do lots of things, right? I, I'm, I'm going through Elon Musk's biography at the moment. He does a lot. It wears me out. Just, it's like an audio book, so it's while I'm doing things, I'm listening to this. Sending rockets to Mars and things. Well, he hasn't got there yet, whether he ever will or not, another thing. Johnny, electric cars. I mean, he's a driven, a very driven man. And a bit of a, I, 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 can say, I think a bit of a bully as well. I think he's a bit, you know, very aggressive. But he's got this big idea, isn't he? I want to I become a, we want to make human beings a multi-planetary uh, species. That's his sort of thing. And he's really pushing hard to make this happen. But I'd, 
it doesn't talk a lot about prayer. I've not, I've not, I've not heard, ever heard him say, you know, oh, in order to become a multi-planetary species, which is probably one of the hardest things humanity will, if, if we achieve it, will ever do in terms of um, technology. This is, you know, incredibly difficult thing to do. And, but he doesn't talk a lot about prayer. You know, you can do a lot without prayer, can't you? You can get a lot done. So what does Jesus mean? Apart from me, you can do nothing. What he means is things of true worth that are truly of worth in God's sight can only be done through remaining in the vine. When you face God, if you, and again, I'm talking to Christians now, when you face God, you want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Don't you? Well done, good and faithful servant. With the little I gave you, you did a lot. With the lot I gave you, you did a lot. It's not the lot, it's the faithfulness that's important. It's really important that we don't allow kind of the, the, the ego-chasing, striving character of our world to get under our skin. So you become dissatisfied all the time. I'm not, a, I'm, what am I achieving in life? Well, I'll tell you what, if you're being faithful to Jesus Christ to the best of your ability, you're being very successful. But he says here, apart from me, you can do nothing. In other words, the things that are of true worth are the things you do for God. That doesn't mean to say your work, if it, your, it doesn't mean to say you have to work for a church or something. If you're in your office and you're seeking to love people and do a good job for God, that is a good thing. If you're seeking as an employee or an employer to do a great job, job to encourage righteousness, to be just, to encourage goodness, then you're doing a great thing. But apart from me, you can do nothing. So if we want to help our friends to become Christians, we want to help our community to hear about Jesus, we need to remain in the vine. And the promise is you will bear much fruit. We will share our faith and we will see people become Christians if we remain in the vine. And we remain in the vine through faith and prayer. Other ways, but I just want to touch on those two things. And our vision, as we've talked about here, and, and uh, do you like our little card? That's quite nice, isn't it? Luthea designed that. It's great, isn't it? Little card. I hope you've got one. Have you got one? Get a little card. Just raise your card and give it a little, give it a little shake. You haven't got one? Okay, make sure you've got one today, particularly if you're a member of this church. Maybe you could close those doors if you don't mind, if that'd be great. Um, we've um, got these little cards here, and this summarizes our vision as a church. And our vision, we've used this idea of, of the vine and the branches, but, we, but you could, uh, we're just using that as a text because we prayed, as we were praying in a leaders meeting, this text of uh, I am the vine, you are the branches came through in various ways and we felt it would be good to talk about you, that at this time. We felt the Holy Spirit wanting us to focus on this text but you can see, can't you, that regarding our vision, remaining in the vine could simply be said, 
bring, bringing people to Jesus is another way of saying it. Bringing people to Jesus, and my vision, our vision is bringing people to Jesus, myself, one another, and our community. And that could be summarized, bring, remain in the vine. Myself, one another, bring our community into the vine. You can see that, can't you? That link between those two things. And we've been touching on this, and I'm just going to quickly recap the vision that we've been looking at over the last three weeks. Because it's so important that we work together. A local church needs to work together. We're working together on what we feel God has called us to do. So let's just remind ourselves, myself, I bring myself to Jesus. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about that. It's so important that you become a Christian and that you have a living relationship with Jesus. Every day, we're seeking to walk with Jesus, a living relationship with Jesus. Let me encourage you, if you're a member of this church, this is our vision for you. Remain in the vine or bring yourself to Jesus. Bring yourself to Jesus. Be someone who's connected to Christ. Make your devotional times with Christ a priority in your life. You walk, of course, wherever you go, you can connect with the vine. You can talk to Christ all the time. But Jesus says, when you close the door and pray to your Father, who sees, what's, sees that done in secret, your Father who will reward you. It's Jesus' vision for us that we have times with the Father in prayer and worship. And in his word. This has got to be a priority. If it's not a priority, it won't happen. Because there's many pressures on us, aren't there? To uh, not do this. So bring your... And this is our vision. We summarize it like this. We are seeking to... Be, and you can look at the card here. We are seeking to bring to build a church in which every member knows the importance of and has the skills to come to Jesus each day. Because many, you know... I'm sure we know the importance of, but sometimes we don't have the skills, right? And we've got to learn those skills. I remember when I first became a Christian, I had no idea how to pray. No idea what it meant to have a devotional time with Christ. No idea how to read the Bible. And that's fine, because you come to faith, don't you? And you're called to be a disciple, so we're called to learn. So we've got to learn those skills. And so let me encourage you. Bring yourself to Christ. And we've got a very simple goal We've got four goals, and we're going to touch on those this morning again very briefly. And this is what the goal for this is, and you can look at this here, bringing yourself to Jesus. The first goal, we encourage every member to come to Jesus daily, setting aside quality time each day in prayer and worship out of the Bible, asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit. 20 minutes using the Come to Jesus Daily blog is a good start. Now, as I, as I said to someone earlier, Many of you, you think, 20 minutes? We should be praying for two hours. We've got to start somewhere. For some of you, 20 minutes sounds like a long time. We've got to start somewhere. We, start, we, we lower the bar. We say, guys, if we could all be at least doing that. 20 minutes. And if you don't know what to do, use the devotional that we write each day because that, that will help you. Some good materials you can use to get started. And then we develop from that. You grow and grow and grow in your prayer life. And the promise is you will bear much fruit because you're remaining in the vine by doing that, aren't you? So that's our goal, first goal. Praying and worshipping out of the Bible. I remember when I first became a Christian, 
I remember hearing Terry Virgo speak. And I remember he would, he would emphasize prayer, prayer, prayer. And I remember it got into my blood. I, I, I was like, oh, so I, I felt that praying was important. I came to believe that praying was important. And I remember I took, an, I, I took a year out, like Jonathan is doing an internship with us. I took a year out and I did, a, did a, what was called, it wasn't called an internship, but we call it that. We didn't use that phrase in those days. It was called a year team. A year team, it was called. And I spent a lot of that time praying. And I remember just learning to pray over a year, just every morning. I also play, learned to play guitar as well, which was also a good, good little skill. I encourage, can I encourage you, actually, yeah, why don't you learn to play, if you can, learn to play. We need people to play instruments, right? Why don't you learn to play guitar? Acoustic guitar so you can lead worship. Why don't you do that? Oh, no, I got, why not? If you can, have a go. Come on. Why not? We've got to do it, guys. We need, more, we need more musicians in this church. The church needs more musicians. There you are. I wasn't expecting to say that. But I learned to pray and worship over that year. Every morning, I'll get up and I'll pray, 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 pray. And I, I did a prayer list. I'll do a prayer list and pray and pray and just learn to pray over it that year. And I want to say to you, friends, come on, let's remain in the vibe by prayer. Start where you are. You can only pray as you can pray. Pray as you can pray. Start there. Develop. That's our first goal. Second goal is in our community groups. Nev talked about community groups last week. Our what we call I, so when we when we start our meetings, we would often have what we call an icebreaker, and the the reason for that is it gives everyone an opportunity to talk particularly those who are maybe less shy, maybe those who are new. It gives them an opportunity to, 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 to speak out. You know, lots of people don't, aren't very confident at speaking out, are they? Um, and we need to grow in confidence, and that takes time. So things like icebreakers, a simple strategy when you're in a community group of hearing it, giving everybody an opportunity to speak and growing confidence. But one of the things that we like to do as an icebreaker on most weeks when we meet as a community group is to ask, how has God been speaking to you from his word this week and how has this helped you? Someone's answering that. Is that an answer? Can you see that, imagine when you go to your community group, if you're going to be asked, how has God been speaking to you this week? Can you see that how that would encourage you to do it, to think about it? It's, uh, it's, it's, and we do it as a staff team most weeks. We say, what's God been speaking to you about? And I, it, inspire, it encourages me. So every morning, I do this thing. So when I, I read the Bible, and I've got, I've got a reading scheme that I use, and I'll, when I feel a text of Scripture stands out to me, I'll write it down, and I'll write down what I feel God is inspiring me about. And it's only one sentence. So at the moment I'm going through two Corinthians in my reading scheme. And when, like I said, I just write it down. And so I, I want to be somewhat, because I believe that Christianity is about a relationship with God. Now that sounds all well and good. But if we can't say what God's speaking to us about, it's all just... It, it, are we having a relationship with God? So let me encourage you, therefore. There's those two goals there. Come to Jesus daily. 
yourself. Praying and worshipping out of the Bible for 20 minutes as a start. And then, in your community groups, ask each other, how's God speaking to you? How's this helping you? Encourage each other. Can you imagine, the gr- just imagine the effect that would have on us as a church if we were all doing this. So I encourage you all. You said at the beginning, I believe in remaining in the vine. I think this is a good way of doing so. So let me encourage you to get involved in that. We talked about one another, bringing one another to Jesus. And again, just to read off the card, we are a church, we have an Acts 2 vision of the church where we see it, their devotion to meeting together. Together we encourage each other to come to Jesus and put him at the center of our lives. Now this is great being here this morning, isn't it? It's great to be here. I hope you'll feel encouraged in your faith. But the next step is to go to a community group, to be in a small group, where you can go even deeper, support each other, encourage each other, and on occasion challenge each other. Because there's temptations and many pressures on us in life, and we need each other. And that's part of what it means to remain in the vine, together. We encourage each other in our faith, together. Most things are done better with others. If you want to be better, in some way, share with someone. You'll get better. And it's true in our faith as well. And our simple goal for this, again, it's on here, we are devoted. This is an aspiration, isn't it? This is an aspiration. May we all be able to say, if you're a member of this church, we are devoted to building an amazing community group. And I said, meeting weekly is a good start. Meeting weekly is a good start because you see in the scriptures, don't you? They regularly met to pray and worship together. How can we deepen our relationships together? Meeting weekly is a good start. May we aspire to go beyond that. Because as we read last week, didn't we? Remaining in the vine was about loving one another as Christ has loved us. And that comes through being in the community group. I'm rushing on. I know I'm covering quite a lot this morning. Finally, our community. We seek to bring our community to Jesus. Can you see that if I myself am coming to Jesus in prayer and worship out of the Bible, if I myself am connecting to the vine, if we together are encouraging each other in our faith, that our personal devotion with Christ is then flooding over into our corporate devotion to Christ here on a Sunday, but in our community groups, can you see that that must lead to us affecting the community around us? Because as Jesus says, when they are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will testify, you will speak well of Christ. Wherever you go, wherever God has put you, Wherever you live, God wants you and I to be salt and light to bring the goodness and love of Christ to those places. So our vision in this regard is this. We are a church that has deep, again, this is an aspiration. We're a church that has deep compassion for our community. And we know that God wants to work through us to bring people to him. We understand our identity as salt and light in our communities, doing good works, 
sharing the gospel thoughtfully. We love to serve, invest, and invite in our communities. We seek to serve people and real needs, invest in friendships, and invite them into our lives, church community, closer to Jesus, particularly through Alpha. So it's quite a big statement there, but you can see that aspiration there. And our simple goal is this. We plan about how we are serving, investing, and inviting in our community every time we meet in our community groups. We also pray, pray and plan specifically at our monthly, what we call Civ Week. So Civ is our strategy. There are many ways. If you're thinking, how can I reach our community for Jesus? Our simple way of saying it is serve, invest, and invite. Civ. I know, I know the V doesn't quite work, but invite, there's a V in there, right? Serve, invest, and invite. What is Civ? Civ is a very simple strategy to serve the, in, your, in, your, in your office, in your school, in your university, in your neighborhood. How can you serve the people that are there? When you meet, you meet someone, can you be a good friend? Can you serve them by listening? Can you, how can you serve? By praying for them. Serve. And then we invest. The Holy Spirit will bring particular people. The Bible, Jesus talks about going into people's houses. And there are some people that are, will welcome you in. Often called a person of peace. And God wants you to invest in particular people. Because you can't do everything. It's like the, you know, the, the, the world and the internet. You can't do everything. But what you can do is serve the people that are around you. You can invest in the people that the Holy Spirit highlights to you. And then you can invite those people to church. To the Alpha Course. To our carol service that's coming up on the 17th, is it? 17th, I'm looking. 17th of December. 10th. Thanks, Raf. Thanks for organizing the singing group, by the way, the choir. You're looking forward to that, aren't you? It's great. But this is all a strat. You know, we want to we put something on that you will love to bring your friends to. Now, why are we putting the hard work in? Because we want you to have something you can invite your friends to. But you know what? You will invite no one. You will, I will invite no one unless I've got some friends. Will it, who are you going to invite? I don't know anyone. I've got to go and knock on the doors. You know, what are you going to do? Now, some of you are very bold and you'll go out on the streets, just go, want to come to a carol service, want to come to a carol service, want to come to a carol service. And, and that, you can do that if you want to. I can tell you a, probably a slightly more effective way of doing it. Serve people, invest in people, and then invite them. Because they'll think, you're not, you know, I've got to know you. You know, you, you, you're good friends. 
Maybe you've shared your faith, your testimony with them. They think, you know, yeah, I don't agree with what you believe, but you know what? You're a kind person. You're a loving person. You're a hardworking person. Do you know what? I'm going to come to your carol service. Let me encourage you. Serve, invest, and invite. We're going to finish there. So our vision at Community Church Putney. The band's going to come up. Bringing people to Jesus, myself, one another, and our community. If we will remain in the vine, personally, if you will come to Jesus in prayer and worship, if we will encourage each other in community groups, we will definitely bear fruit and affect the communities around us. Don't take my word for it. Take Jesus' word for it. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So let's remain in the vine. Let's come and get connected to the vine. Let's be as close to Jesus as we can be. Let's allow the Spirit to fill us by being connected to Christ. And you will become a more fruitful person and hopefully, as we began, a less frustrated person because you'll see so many more good things happening in you and through you. So let's stand together and let's worship. I'd love you to take this card away with you. And as a church member... I, I, I invite you, I, I, can I put it bluntly, right? I'm going to put it bluntly. I want you, if you're a church member, I want you to get involved in this. Look at it. Do you, do you, think, it, do you, do you think it will do you good? Uh, yeah. I want you to get involved in this. I want you to get involved in this. I want the best for you. So have a look at this. Put it somewhere, pray about it. Come on, let's become a church that brings people to Jesus. Let's worship together. Let's come to Jesus now in worship.